Today is September 19th. The season, I was going to say rolls on, kind of like, you know, coming to an end. Like, you know, you're just kind of like rolling to the red light in a way. But we will talk about Garrett Cole going for Cy Young and banter with Boone a little bit about the upcoming series against the Jays. See if he's entered the delusion at all. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, brought to you by SeatGeek. Code Yanks helps you out over there. My name is Jimmy. His name is Jake. We got BBD in the corner. The three of us are wearing three different shades of blue. How about you? And the Yankees are going to start a three-game set with the Blue Jays. Who are we rooting for? Jake? Like that. You're kind of on the purple end of the spectrum. I'm on the green end of the spectrum. Uh, yeah, the roller coaster ride that was the Yankees season. Uh, you know, we waited in line for a little bit, spring training. Uh, we went on the ride, and then we we're like, wait, does this ride kind of stink? Uh, and then it did stink, and now we're at that part where the ride's over, but we're still trickling back into like the seating area so we can get off and get back in line. I have, I have one. Jimmy's got one. Similar to what you're saying, different. Okay. The cool runnings final race sure when in the middle they crash and burn terribly right. and then they are they're sideways and then there's a moment when they're all riding sideways they're like this is kind of fun right like, we'll never do this again as long as we don't get like very badly yeah. hurt but like Domingos. like delusionally like oh this is wild this is an right. interesting new way to do the bobsled and this moment then, doesn't feel too bad and then that adrenaline runs off and you realize oh shit we're still stuck like right. this and you're coming to a close and now that's us just like sideways in the bobsled like eh People they can't are, carry it, though. People are rushing to help. They can't carry it. No, they can't carry it. So that's the only... Well, that's crossing the finish line. That's kind of what they're doing. Crossing but they're the not line. carrying the bobsled. They're dragging it. They're, uh, they might have left the bobsled behind. Maybe they're walking slowly and just kick it every now and then. Bobsled's got to cross the finish line, you know? Just like Garrett and Rortvet get the bobsled. Well, Rorvet's got it. You know, Rorvet's kind of like a sled dog. Garrett's sitting in it. Hey, Ben, you're kind of not pushing it right. You got to come up the edge a little yeah. harder. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting better and better. A little, little slow. Excuse me? Mistakes. Uh, they're high. I enjoy them. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm, okay. It's kind of, well, okay. Like if you mixed Garrett Coleman and Kathy, that's kind of what you just did. Okay, it was a little, it was a little out there. Okay, yeah, that was a little, that was a little was too slow. That was too fast. Well, I meant slow just, in the just brain. Just out there. Oh, yeah. Hey, you want to do the sharp stats where we get to talk about Garrett Cole? We love to, Jim. And there's a big factor in these sharp stats, and could be a big factor in. Your refrigerator factor. Fall season is already in swing. You're starting to feel it in the air. Jim's got the long sleeves on. You might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit can help you fuel up 
with chef prepared, dietitian approved, ready to eat meals delivered straight to your door. We have some factors in the office. Uh, on Thursdays, uh, we've been at our warehouse, and we're doing that again uh, this Thursday, streaming like five to seven. And then me and BBD have to come back to the office, record some talking yanks with you guys. And I've been hungry, so I've been cranking out some factor meals. Um, and uh, you can be cranking out some factor meals too. I overheard that Panic is uh, the sales team is trying to take care of Panic because he just is a factor user He's on a his factor own. Guy. And they're like, "Hey, let's hook this guy up." I met a factor user at the wedding this weekend. Oh, My nice. friend Ken they brought it, brought their own meal. Head to factormeals.com/yanks50 and use code Yanks50 to get fifty percent off. That's code Yanks50. At factormeals.com slash yanks50 to get 50% out. Click the link in the description. Oh. Hey, guys. It is the Queen of Stats, and this week we are going to talk about Garrett Cole and his chase to the Cy Young Award this season. One of the few bright spots, I guess, as we look forward to the last couple weeks of the season. Now, he is clearly the leader uh, in the clubhouse for the award in the American League. Um, there is a Cy Young predictor on Fangrass that has him with a large lead over the next guy, Sonny Gray. He leads the American League in ERA innings pitched and pitcher uh, war and baseball reference. And um, as, been, as it's been, uh, you know, kind of noted out there, 13 of the last 20 winners um, of the Cy Young Award that's in both leagues have led in baseball references pitcher war. Um, so a very good indication that he's going to win the Cy Young this year. So let's just put into perspective how special his season has been. Uh, so first I looked at Yankees history, and he currently has an ERA that is 55% better than league average and a strikeout rate that is 17% better than league average. And he's probably going to hit two inning, 200 innings pitched. He's only eight short. So, and this is a good way to, to look at it to compare uh, historically. So, the only Yankee pitchers in the last 50 years to, to have a, those stats relative to the league average um, in strikeouts in ERA was Ron Guidry during his amazing 1978 season. He also has 24 starts with two runs or fewer, and that's the third most in Yankees history behind only Guidry in 78, who had 26, and Jack Chesbro in 1904, who had 28. The one thing that I really like about about Cole that I think makes him stand out is that he is dominating with his four-seam fastball. He's just going to throw that thing at you. Um, now, he throws it about 50%, a little more than 50% of the time, so not an extremely high rate. But check this out. So uh, StatCast has this a metric called pitching run value. Basically, it kind of puts a value on each pitch based on the runners on base, outs, and the ball and strike counts. And high, you know, obviously, higher is better. He, he has a pitching run value of 26 runs on his fastball, which is the highest, tied with Spencer Strider, for the highest by any pitcher for any pitch. So he's just really dominating with his four-seamer. Um, he also has 118 strikeouts with his four-seamer, which is the most among all pitchers. And now he's doing this all on a team where he is the only pitcher with at least 10 starts that has an ERA better than league average. So basically, he is carrying the shift for the Yankees, and he is doing it in an amazing way on the pitching side. <sighs> kind of ended with the bummer of the rest of the rotation kind of being uh, anchors to his speedboat. But some cool stats. Since Kidry. It's always a great day when Jack Ch Chispro yeah. gets brought up. Uh, Jack Chispro uh, listed 5'9", 180, 
Mm-hmm. With cleats on. And, uh, and those big old cotton uniforms. Born 1874. Yeah. Um, so, From Conway, Mass. So anytime. Died young. Died in Conway. Born in North Adams. Uh, mm, anytime yeah. Jack Chesbro gets brought up, it's a good day. Anytime Gator Gittery gets brought up, it's a good day. Led the 1904 uh, league with 51 games started. <laughs> 48 complete games. He was out there. Uh, One eight two ERA. I mean, do they have a game log for 1904? Because that is... For Garrett... They're nuts. I, my <laughs> favorite part of that... Thank you, KT Sharp. My favorite part of that is the fastball information. Um, I... I think I, we put in the plus column with a lot of players that when you see them regularly and you learn kind of their tricks or their signature moves, like, uh, you know, DJ LeMahieu playing third base and making that kind of sliding play in the hole. Uh, Glaber Torres up the middle, backhanding the ball and throwing across his body. Garrett Cole's fastball, we're so used to at this point that I don't think we watch it all the time and we think, wow, that's one of the best pitches in the game. Um, and analytically, statistically, uh, it does grade out that way. And, you know, a lot of times we get sucked into like, ooh, you know, his knuckle curve looked good today or the slider was tight. Uh, slider but that, was tight. That fastball, uh, one of the best pitches in baseball. Yeah, and obviously one of the became the faces of the sticky t- sticky stuff right? situation uh, in 2019 when he, he was using sticky stuff, as were a lot of pitchers, his – his spin rate on his fa- forcing fastball average spin rate in 2019 was uh, 2,500 RPMs. This year, it's 2,400. So it's down. And I think that's what they say. It adds like a... Uh, is that the jump? I think I think significant was supposed to be two or 300 plus, but we've come a long way graph, from sticky it's, stuff. It's lower this year than it was in 2022, 2021, 2020, 2019. So it's his lowest since 2019 okay. and still very effective. I'm interested if I go to that 20, what season was it? 2021 season? I believe it was 21. When like. June of 21, it got a. Uh, got yes. The- so what did it go down to in July? It went down to 2344. And that's when. It was none because they were very, they were very, very all on it. Twenty three forty four, and I said it was just at twenty four forty. Yeah, yeah. Hey, last game it was twenty three fifty, twenty three seventy, twenty four twenty three games ago. So I don't know what to make of that. Okay, it's down. I was <laughs> I was hoping the numbers were clear cut, like. He's not using it anymore, and the RPMs is way down. And But they are down, so that's good. Because I bet in that 2019 season, he had games of, like, out of this world. Sure. To get the average to... Yeah, to average that much above what he's, like, maxed out at this year. Yeah, he had games at the 2600 level. <laughs> Crazy. Good job, Garrett Cole. Uh before we move on too much, can I just let you know about Jack? Saw you getting lost in it. Give us, give it to Jack us. Jack Cheese Bros. Game log from nineteen oh four, nicknamed Happy Jack for those that don't remember. Uh, he started the season, and from April fourteenth to July nineteenth, which is three months, he made twenty three starts, two hundred and nine 
innings pitched. Nine innings, nine innings, nine innings, eight. Tough. I think they, oh, and then nine, 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 12, nine, 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 and then nine the whole way through. And then randomly three innings against the the Cleveland uh, Naps where he got lit up. So he's probably tired. Could have been tired. Might have been a, a relief appearance on his end. Is that a... Uh, was. Was that a 41-win no. season? They don't seem to have... I, yeah, I couldn't see the designation in there, but the stat line doesn't look like one that back then would end your day at three innings. Yeah. I, uh, You're right. It was a relief outing. So what I'm so curious about is his day's rest makes no sense. Three days rest, three days rest, three days rest, two days rest, four days rest, one day rest. Like, why did he need to pitch on one day rest? I think managers, that used to be, like, part of the gig. Oh, like, it wasn't, isn't that part of Don Larson. Gidry? Like even Don up Larson, to, they he, would put the ball in his cleat or whatever. That's what Billy Martin would do. Like even up to Gidry, I think that was because his breakout Yankee seasons, they said, like, yeah, Gidry used to get the ball, like, sporadically. Like, they used to, like, save him for, like, a big series and stuff. So, yeah, I think that used to be, like, kind of part of it. Who knows what they were doing in 1904. But, the, you know, we talked about all those innings pitched in a one eight two ERA on the season for him, but just run the run environment there. His ERA yeah. plus lower than Cole's. It's just funny. I mean, just throwing softballs in the, the like, dark mud, muddy softballs that the guys just had, like, 50-ounce bats would hit into the ground. He, uh, in his entire career, almost 3,000 innings, he gave up 39 home runs. Well, the field, yeah, the fields were so big. One year, he didn't give up a home run. Last year, Cole gave up 33. So One per game. 90% of Jack Cheesebro. Pretty impressive for both of them. Good job, Cole. Uh, Garrett Cole leads... Uh, both leagues, uh, NL and AL, that is. If you sort pitchers, uh, the amount of times they pitched six innings or more okay. and allowed two earned runs or less. Okay. Garrett Cole has 21 of those starts. It's pretty good. Next is Chris Bassett mm. with 18. So good job by Cole there. That's a good start. That is a good start. And, um, yeah, I'd be curious. Uh, well, I'd obviously always be curious to talk to Garrett Cole, but um, compared to last season and his past couple with the Yankees, the strikeouts are down. Uh, the K per nine is down uh, like one and a half. Uh, so that's kind of interesting. But he also did not get the homer ball this year. I mean, that used to be a Jimmy specialty. I, like, I get know. ready for the game. He's going to have one homer. Hope it's a solo. Uh, this year, yeah. I mean, last year in 200 innings, 33 home runs. This year, a buck 92 20. We asked Boone if he thinks there's a correlation there between um, all that. I like that. Is that what you do? You, uh, you trust your defense more? I mean, he started throwing. Um, you know, the pitch mix is kind of the same as last year, to be honest. Wait, hold on. That's by spin rate, not pitch percentage. The spin rate's the same. He's throwing the fastball more Mm. and the slider less, but it was the fastball that was getting him that people would jump. So I wonder if, I wonder what the change is. I'd be curious to ask Cole too. Just G-Man Choi out? Probably asked Rortvet. I don't know. 
I don't know. Please. Ben. Ben, why the less homers? I think Rortvet, if they have Is like, this a trick question? Rortvet, if they had a like a box, you know, like when I worked at Safeway, the grocery store in California, right. and I wanted a day off, I would just write a little on the note and put it in this box, and then the manager would give me the day off. Like mm. Rortvet just writes like a, a no-coal day. Like I can work from home. I could be. I just. I don't want to have to talk. Like one day a week. Yeah. Just like make it so we don't have to communicate. That's a mental health day for me. I mean, I love him coming out. Like, oh, sorry, Garrett. I got to do some extra, extra tea work today. Garrett just be like, oh no, I'll talk to Sean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about that at all. <laughs> I'm oh, here. You're oh, I'm there. sorry, dude. You don't. I'll talk. <laughs> extra tea work, Ben. Tea, tea work. A little late, huh, Ben? That's what spring's for. Rude. That's what spring's for. Uh, yeah, I think we've got some uh, some coal questions for Booney. Might have just added one there. Um, good job, Garrett. Get a Cy Young. Right now, uh, the odds have him at minus 257. So that's pretty good. Uh, only Luis Castillo... Plus 385. Everyone else is like plus 1,000, which if you're not in the gambling game, that means they are long, long shots. So as long as uh, Garrett stays the course. It basically just no blow-up blow-ups. And I did get excited, uh, Jim, something you stumbled into there. Uh, if and when Garrett Cole accepts the award, yeah, I think he'd line up a sticky stuff like pun. Ooh, because he he kind of became the face of it. I don't know. Maybe his team does. So I think he I think do he some, wants to stay away. As nice much to as work possible. out of some sticky situations this year. Ooh, I don't know. It'd be nice, but I don't know. You know, kind of opens the door for the haters. You didn't like being the face of it. No, you get the Cy Young. That's, yeah, that's the ultimate way to put the haters down. Yep, I agree. Hey, so Josh, it's unfair to him. One, two, three. Four. Yep. Five. Are you counting too? Six. If we're both counting Jack Chesbro stats, yes. <laughs> how many home runs do you think Cole gave up to seven, eight, nine hitters this year? And how many do you think he gave mm. up to one, two, three to one, two, three hitters this year? Um kind of annoying he's, way to have to do this, but he's given up twenty homers total on the year, if that influences your guess. So we're removing the middle three batters. Well, I was going to do in thirds, but that would, okay. I, I would, if you have like, you know, filibuster sounds while I count. Okay. I think there's an easy way to find that in splits, no? Yes. I think so. Yeah. Batting order position and. Yes, yes, yes. There's a much easier way to do it. Uh, You're right. Garrett yeah. Cole gave up 10 homers to the top three, six and four. Middle three, final three. Danny Jansen was probably a part wow, of Wow, so the way baseball references, they do with the one-two hitter. It's old school. Then the three through six. So uh, they do two, four, So that's how they, they auto-split that. Yeah. Um, eight home runs to the seven, eight, nine hitters. Seven to the three, four, five, six hitters. And five to the one-two. Yeah. So, yeah, if we're going in thirds, seven, seven, one, two, three. seven five, 
So the <laughs> that's a fairly the bottom split. third got them again the most. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. It is, it, and I wonder if they're fast. Sleepy. Yeah. Sleepy cold. But last year, the ninth, the ninth hitter. <laughs> this is crazy. The sixth hitter and the ninth hitter in the lineup have clearly hit Garrett Cole so much better than everyone else. On two, three, and four hitters, he has fully shut down. That's so bizarre. Even leadoff, too. Leadoff, too. But, like, the those are next-level numbers, two, three, four, five. Every other batting order position has a 607 OPS or lower. So, you're a... He's making you look like... I guess you could compare it to some Yankee stats this year. Um, but if you're hitting sixth or ninth, baby... Borderline all-star offensive stats. Yeah. In 2021, he only allowed three homers to the seven, eight, nine hitters. And then the 2022 and 2023, it's like, <laughs> I don't know what the change. 20, 2020 was the year it was like, felt like every eight hitter clipped them, right? That was last year. Or maybe I, that was, I think it happened again last year, but the I think like 2020 we got on the scent there. Let me see. 21, it was not. That's what I just looked at. But yeah. I, I can look at batting order positions. Because oh. our eyes were on that for 21. Because um, I think 2020, it happened. In 2020, it was 5-4-5. Five, five. I think last but, year... But the lower, was, the lower end being even with the top yeah, end is, yeah. is a lot. Yeah. It's not the distribution it should be. Last year, I think, was when I really was like, come on. Happened again. Yeah. And just to kind of close the loop, because I don't think Chisbro really struggled with the second half of the lineup, but I'll see if I can find that. (laughs) There's no way. I mean, if they have this, right? There's no way. Jack Chisbro. I mean, we've got his day's rests. Yeah. Um, Um, I don't think they have batting order position. (sighs) Damn it. I mean, this stretch from the 1904 Yankees. Cheesebro started. Chesbro or Cheesebro? I'll still say Cheesebro because it's more fun. It's more fun. Cheese started, then Powell. Then Cheese, then Hughes, then Cheese, then Powell, then Cheese, then Powell. Then Hughes, they gave him a day off. Then Cheese, then Powell, then Hughes. Then Griffith comes in. Was it a doubleheader or something? Holy shit. This is wild. 1904. This stretch, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven games in a row, Frank Dwyer umpired behind the plate. Yeah. I mean, okay, so they would have like umpires for the whole year. Getting paid in corn dogs. Frank Dr- Frank Dwyer umpired. Well, he must have died halfway through the year. I mean, back in, in the, the first 108 games, he umpired 43. Back in the them. day, they probably said local, right? Yeah. This was the the New York umps. This song's right. name was Silk O'Laughlin. Silk. <laughs> My final comments on Jackie Cheese is uh, in the splits page, you know, on modern players, they show, you know, their, their stats during uh, when they play on turf, in a dome, uh, when they play at night. Uh, they didn't do any of that. So it's just day <laughs> open and grass. Day open grass. That's when Jack Cheesebro played baseball. Those are the umpires. <laughs> Silk O'Loughlin's uh, second from the left. That's a good pick. All right. No, it's a good pick, Jim. Yeah. Vizio. Oh, I've been shit. trying to tell you. 
It's the MVP of value. Vizio, they have their 4K screens under $500, award-winning TVs, and soundbars. What? That's right. You might need a soundbar. They are also hand-in-hand with baseball. Their Vizio Watch Free Plus offers MLB Network totally free right out of the box. You can cast games from your phone, tablet, laptop to the big screen. Never knew the stuff we make be this This mean. mean. Vizio, the MVP of value. I'm trying to tell you. Head on over to Vizio.com. Check it out. You can elevate your viewing experience all season long. Whatever your budget or size of your home, Vizio has you covered with the Poifect TV and soundbar combo. Let's banter with Boone's nose. But real quick, Silco Laughlin was the first ump that yelled out the results. This guy changed umping forever. The one ump I happened to click on, I didn't click on Frankie Dwyer. Silco Laughlin was the first one to yell. They used to just tell the catcher, and then the catcher had to tell everyone. He would be the first one to go, strike! And they said his, uh, he was particularly known for his booming call of, Balta! There's a Silco Laughlin's restaurant in Yeah, Rochester, because he fucking reinvented the ump game. Why don't I make my call so everyone knows? We might have to save a step. Damn. All right. Here's Boone. Boom. All right. Welcome, Booney. Good to have you here. How many do we officially have left? Two, three? We should plan plan it out. Um, I don't know. You guys would know better than me, I bet. I'm not one for math. We were just doing a bunch of uh, history lessons uh, for ourselves on baseball, uh, specifically umpires. And then I thought, do you have any fun stories from your dad getting ejected? Like, or from, like, seeing your dad fight with an umpire or, you know, any, like, tidbits? Um, not really. I recall one one day, I think it was in New York, actually. I think it was when he was with the Angels playing playing the Yankees. <clears throat> I was watching a game on TV because he never really, you know, showed a ton of emotion or, you know, and <clears throat> and he was catching. And I think it was very early in the game, and he just turned around with his mask on, not screaming and yelling, and with his kind of hands behind his back, just talking to the umpire, arguing with him a little bit, and then just walked to the dugout. Like, probably had said enough or missed enough he felt like early, and was just like, I'm out. Set his piece and left. Yeah. Nice. So you maybe you guys can fact check that for me. I think he got, I think he got tossed in the 80s, early in a game, uh, while on defense. Okay, I'll check it out. Put our best yeah. man on it. What um we just and then if you could pull the video, I'd be really impressed. Okay, okay. well now okay. now you just up the ante. I, now yeah. I have a mission. Yeah. Uh, hey, we we just uh we just talked some Garrett Cole, who's you know one of the highlights as we go. Um, couple things. Katie Sharp just gave us some some good fun stats, and as as we dove in further, um. His fastball, which I, you know, not stunning when you hear it, has been one of the best value pitches around baseball. Makes sense. Garrett Cole, fastball. Yep. Um, the other thing that, that jumped out this, this year when we were looking at his stats compared to the previous Yankee seasons, he, uh, he really limited the gopher ball this year. Um, you know, we uh, 
kind of last year it'd be like, all right, you know, you almost expect Cole to give up a solo shot, and hey, with everything else he gives you, who who cares? Uh, this year, I mean, 20 home runs through 192 when last year it was 200 uh, innings and I think 33. What's Is there any single defining thing in that? Is it a little bit baseball gods, or, or where's the answer lie? Yeah, I think so. It's probably, in my view, a little of all of that. So, you know, I mean, he gave up some home runs on some pitches. You look back at last year, you're like, man, it's pretty well executed there, and they got him. Um, I think he's – I think – but there's there were also situations where, you know, a, an inning got away from him a little bit. He is he has done a much better job of controlling those, uh, you know, innings where he's struggling to find it a little bit or, or whatever. He, he navigates that. I think he's done that so well this year. And that's <clears throat> caused him to limit a little bit of damage. Um, I think his game planning and how, you know, trying to avoid and stay away from slug, especially with the t- certain hitters in certain situations. I think he's had more of a presence on the inside part of the plate. Um, I think as the year's gone on in the second half, the cut fastball has actually played a, a nice factor for him because it's gotten some people off just selling out on the, you know, big heater. It, it gives them a little bit of a different look. Um but I think it's all just him continuing to evolve. So everything from a little bit of probably baseball gods to game planning and preparation to managing situations better and, you know, to, to making like some subtle adjustments with his pitch package, whether it be as the season went along, whether it be within a game, but really just managing situations really well. Mm. Is, uh, is there still a plan to get uh, to have Wellesley catch him? before the end of the season? Because we're looking at, what, two starts? I don't know. What's that? Because we're looking at two starts unless, I mean, you guys could cook the books and add a third, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I know, et cetera. I, was, I might not now. It just okay. depends. It depends how it goes. It's kind of worked out where, you know, that's like kind of been Ben's one one start through the rotation. I get I can get Higgy in there against the lefty. You know, it kind of it's kind of worked um, you know, uh, Austin had a day or two where he took the ball off the forearm. So it was like down a day. So, um, we'll see. We'll see. Who's more upset about that? Uh, Wells or Rortfett? <laughs> Wells that more he doesn't up. get to catch call or Rortfett <laughs> that he doesn't get a day off. He thought he might be getting. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying no to it either. Okay. So, okay. so we'll see. We'll, we'll have to look up at the end. Okay, your your dad got ejected on uh, August seventh, nineteen eighty seven, a game against the Seattle Mariners, and it was real quick. Uh, the first, the bottom of the first inning, his pitcher Kirk McCaskill hits the first batter. Then you gets, say it like you've never seen that name before. I haven't. I'm younger, Kirk McCaskill. I was negative two when he was this game I mean, happened. And, and, and the difficulty of pronouncing Yeah, how do you say I mean, it? Did it, I do it? It rolls off your tongue like you're speaking another language. We're, we're awful with names. Say it's, it Say it for me and I'll... Kirk McCaskill. Well, You I say it like someone you grew up with. Yeah. You know, yeah. Kirk McCaskill I mean, from your down dad's, the road. Your dad's defending his honor like early in this game. He was maybe your uncle. I don't know. Kirk McCaskill, hit by pitch, ground out, double play, ground out. So a one, two, three inning. The bottom of the second starts, you have a walk, a walk, and then your dad's out. Who got him? Brenneman? 
The well, umpire, it was Tim Shida. Shida? Tim, Tim Cheetah. Tim yeah. Cheetah, wow. Um, and really looks like you in this picture. Kind of yeah. has a side profile. My dad right or Tim Cheetah? No, Tim Cheetah looks like Jake. Yeah, Tim Cheetah. If I, if I grow up a little caterpillar on my lip, that's me. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. My history and research major working out quick. So no Yankee Stadium one? Uh, I feel like maybe Tim McClellan got him at Yankee Stadium. I can find it. That was the first one that came up. All right. We digress. Yeah. <laughs> Circle um, have you seen the movie Mr. 3000? With Bernie Mac? Uh, yeah. You know what? I don't know that I've seen that one beginning to end. I've, okay. I've seen it in passing when it's been on a lot. Um, so I've seen at least a decent amount of it. There's a scene in it where, you know, they come together and Bernie Mac is not trying to get his personal accolades of 3,000 hits and he's learning how to become a team player. And yeah. then they start jumping on the the clubhouse tables and chairs and start chanting uh, third place, third place, third place to like win out the season strong. It, Where is that right happening with you guys? Because it might be happening with me, even though I'm ashamed of that, but that's where we're at. And it would be real nice if you could jump the blue Jays. Um, uh, uh, yeah, of course. Um, I, I wouldn't even say it like that. Okay. I would just say the guys, um, the guys are playing well and playing for a lot. I mean, that's, I mean, I know it's hard from the outside to always hear, like, we're just trying to win. We're trying to play our best baseball. We're trying to play well. Um, like, and it's kind of come prepare and let's get after it. And, even when we've been struggling, that's what's been going on. Um, now we're getting some results and, you know, um, it was a nice run. It's 14 out of 19. It's, a, now it's, it's as simple as that. I mean, it really is. And, and to their credit, to their credit, they, they've put it on themselves to make sure that that's still going on, you know, like making sure we're, you know, we, we got a team that's in the right now, if the season ended, the blue Jays are in the playoffs. Like, these are meaningful games right now. Let's go. Let's go get after it. And, have you uh, divulged? In, uh, have you divulged into the counting at all? You're not mathematically limited yet. The odds are very, 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 very against you. It's uh, shenanigans to even have this conversation, which is why I enjoy having it. But I've been calling it the delusion, where you're just mapping out. Okay, not mathematically limited. What the hell would they need to do? Have do you play that game at all? Do you have someone in the in the you know front office or? Clubhouse. I, no, I, I know it's. I know it's up. I know we're not in a great position. Um, yeah. Well, I now know, you have to go eleven and one. I know we're still alive, though. Yeah. And and I know you know we've been playing pretty well. So like that's. I try and keep it as simple as that. And and who knows if if Strange is in the cards for us at the end, mm. that'd be pretty neat, huh? Put that put that on my tombstone. <laughs> Um, you were born strange. Six of the next nine, nice, are against these Blue Jays. What's di I mean, we're obviously familiar with a lot of the core on this team. What What do you see that's different between these Blue Jays than some of the previous iterations? Um, I think it's their rotation's been great. I mean, their rotation is why they are 
you know, in this position. Cause you know, they've, I think they've had their offensive struggles this year as well. You know, in the past, they've been very right-handed, you know, obviously a really good offense. They've made a conscious effort to get a little more left-handed this year and get more defensive. They've been, they have a really good defensive team and, and they have really good starting pitching and that's with, you know, not getting much at all out of Manoa, but everyone else has kind of really stepped up. Kikuchi's had a bounce back. Perrios has been what they expected this year. Uh, Ryu's even come back and pitched well for them. Um, obviously Gosman, um, Bassett has been a really good pickup. So they, you know, they really the entire season they've, and their and their starters have been you know fairly healthy too you know Ryu coming back late from from being hurt from the start but um, they've all year as much as anyone um, their starting pitchers day in and day out really give them a good opportunity um, you know they've got a good bullpen now too um, so they they just haven't been as dominant offensively. Um, and not that they've been dominant, but, you know, and they tried to diversify that a little bit with some more left-handers that, you know, have struggled a little bit for them, but they've also been very good defensively with some of those guys they brought in. Yeah. Chad Green's going to be around. Yeah. That's the biggest difference. Chad's back. Yep. Chad is back. So good to see him. A little weird to see him in a different uniform. Yeah, he's healthy. He's pitching. He's had three uh, good outings before or recently. I love Chad. We have a picture of Chad. It's uh, up top with a uh, as a goose. <laughs> if you're interested in that fan art, that's that's Greeny. That's Chad Green uh, as a goose, but oh, okay. the beak does look a little bit like a wiener, which was not. He on was purpose. a very very good Yankee. Because he would get three out. He would get three inning saves like Goose Gossage. Bro. Pros pro. Oh yeah, I see. I see what you did there. Now you like it. It's a baseball nickname. Yeah, good. We used to say he was goosing it. Three out. Now and then you <laughs> yeah. tried to make King the goose a little bit, but now he's a starter. That's right. Too good at goosing. Sure is. Yeah. Any? Hey, what's going on with Frankie Montas? What? What was that? He came back to pitch one inning in the last game of the season in AAA. Like, who's pushing for that? Is that him and his camp, or the Yankees, or just? It's got to be hit. Yeah, you know, he's 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 really I mean, he's gotten after it and worked hard and has been trying to he had a little hiccup there, you know, probably sometime in the summer that knocked him off a few weeks probably, but um he hasn't stopped working, hasn't stopped trying to get back and you know, who knows where it goes. Uh, but I think it was important to him and and he's done a really good job down there in Tampa um you know, with with everyone there. Could we see him on the Yankees, or is that off the table? Yeah, I don't. I haven't had that conversation yet with anyone, so I, yeah, I don't know. Okay, that's fair. Um, is there anything going on uh, with Pereira? I know he he was banged up. I don't think he's played since like the fourteenth or something like that. Is is that all leg injury? Is that what it is? Yeah, he's got a little hamstring going on. Um, very low grade. Um, so we're kind of in that boat now of, um, you know, do we give it a couple more days? Do we backdate and do a quick IL stint? Cause I, I we do think he's going to play again this, this season. Um, um, but I don't, I don't know if it's two days from now tomorrow or five days from now, you know, 
So uh, we'll see what we have today. Okay. Any, yeah, go ahead. I, I was going to say, again, we've, we've got a new influx of Yankees. I'm looking at the pen right now. McAllister, Weaver. Um, it, we, we've seen a whole another squad basically join the team since July or so. I, I guess personality-wise, that's kind of what this show is built on. Who's, uh, who's the guy that stands out that you're walking around the locker room and it's like, ah, oh, all right, this guy's a funny guy or, or this guy's a, a new element to the team? Um... You know, I think they're all pretty cool stories. Masevich has kind of got a little cool little swagger to him. Okay. Um, um, you know, McAllister is a guy that really good dude. Um, you know, that's, you know, had a solid major league career. And then it's, it's a pretty cool story of him crawling his way back and, you know, in his late 30s now getting back to the big leagues after, what, three, four seasons. Pretty impressive. And, uh, and I think, you know, I think he's interesting with that new slot. Like, I think there's a role for him in the pen. Um, like, I, I like the, I like what I'm seeing. Uh, he's had a good year down there, you know, in the minor leagues, and, and then when coming over to us. So, uh, he's been, it's been nice having him. Um, who else? Who else is new? You tell me. I'm not, I'm not even uh, sure anymore. Yeah, we said, we said McAllister kind of had like, kind of. Like he had the energy of a guy that had like six kids, but then we looked it up. I think he's, I think he's only got one or two. So we oh, misread like that one. Kid. Yeah, his Wikipedia didn't mention children. Yeah, yeah. We Jake and I hammered two and a half over two and a half kids, no kids. Um, so that's our bad. Yeah, I would I would guess over. Yeah, seems like you know I mean, he just seems like a good guy. Like he seems like the neighbor you want. Like lends you tools really, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. He is a good dude. That's been my my impression. It's been, and, and yeah. I think he's a good pitcher too. So that's third important, according to his wife. <laughs> yeah. yeah, low on her list. Uh, Hal has hired a third party to audit the analytics teams and come in and just analyze everything. It was reported that this was going to happen a while ago. It just got reported by Clappish, I believe, that uh, he has hired a firm or whatever the company to do it. Do you have any? Um, involvement of this now, will you in the future, or is there anything specifically that you're like, Hey, yeah, go check this out for me. I want to see if we're doing that or this or. Yeah. My understanding is it's not the, just the, it's everything. Yes, yes, yes. It's everything. Analytics is the boogeyman. That always, well, that's what Hal said in his first Analytics. quote. Yeah. Yeah. But it's everything. So is there any, like, everything. is there anything, will you have a part in that? Or is that about? I, I don't know. I don't, okay. I don't. I'm not uh, saying like you get audited. I'm saying if they come to you and say, "Booney, what do you, is there anything you want us to look into?" You start kind among, of point. You start pointing at stuff over like there. That. Yeah. You're like, "Hey, maybe go check out that room, buddy." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what you look in the mirror there, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> Wandy's locker stinks. It's causing <laughs> problems. Wandy smells. No, I think they, like a lot of the Dominican guys play in with perfume. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Cologne or perfume. Well, yeah. 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 Who's yeah. the, who's got the strongest scent of all the players? You know, they hit a home run and they, or they walk past you in the dugout and you're like, oh my goodness, you got a lot of cologne on. Geo used to always smell really mm. good. I like yeah. that. 
He gave off that energy. Yeah. Does the team have a naked guy, like the guy that's just always naked? It's like, <laughs> come on, man, get dressed. Giambi used to be that. Damon? Yeah, but, Damon used to know, be that. That's not a question for me. That's a little okay. private. Okay. okay, what about the coaching staff? <laughs> <laughs> we won't. We don't All need to right. that one. Uh, let's go 11-1, and one, and then um, Cole starts all three in the wild card series. Jack Chesbro style. Let's go nuts. Let's roll the dice. I like where your head's at. Okay. All right. I think that's all. Any, uh, you want to just give the lineup in full for tonight's game? Uh, I got Kikuchi. Uh, so Higgy. Right, righty heavy. Okay. Righty heavy. Higgy home run. You said your dad was a man of not many emotions. Uh, Kyle Higashioka admitted himself he's a man of no emotions. Who had more between the two? Not my dad got as emotions. He yeah. cries a lot. Yeah. I mean, Higgy's got no emotions. Higgy's is very deadpan, very yeah. sneaky, funny. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. Cool. All right, Booney. Thanks for joining us. All right, see, we'll see ya. There you go, Jake. That was Boone. Biggest takeaway. Rort vet stuck in the torture chamber. No escape for Benny. Pretty funny. Thank you to Vizio for bantering the boon. Yeah, that was uh, one of the funner storylines going right now. And we get it for two more starts. That was... Uh, God, I wish we could get the real conversations. Mm. Was that a cold demand? I, I mean, jokes... Had to jo- be, right? Jokes aside, it does seem like Cole wants to throw the Rort vet and Rort vet... That's his way to if the game. So he enjoys two it. starts yeah. left. If, he can't blow it up. If you're the organization doing what we're doing, in theory, you would very much want to see Austin Wells catch Garrett Cole once. Yeah, but I think you want to make you want you want Cole to get his. Like I was surprised when he said, told that to us a couple weeks ago, and I was like, really? Even if Cole is right. going for the Cy Young, you would still do it. And he was like, yeah, I think so, but it didn't really make sense to me. Um, now that Cole's rolling, he likes Benny. And he can't yell at Wells that way. The, you know, the number of starts just dwindled down real quick. So it was only like yeah. two weeks ago he said that to us. Also, yeah. we're down to and three I th- starts and max. I, and I think if, if Rortvet, Higgy's starting versus lefty pitchers. So if Rortvet's not catching Cole, he's not playing. I think it more it, that plays a bigger chunk of it than the Cole Cy Young thing because that's kind of what he said, too. He's like, it gets Rortvet one game a week. Yeah. Otherwise... It's, he's not playing. It's just what the rotation is. The one game a week catching schedule. Jim, you just mentioned a chunk there. No can save you a chunk. I'm so interested. Rocket money, rocket money. There's subscriptions for everything these days. I'm a business guy, uh, and there's there was a. I feel like the past ten years, the subscription business model got a little out of control. If we're being for real right now, which you know I am, girl. I still subscribe to some stuff though. Well, Jim, you might be subscribing to too many things. And Rocket Money can come in and keep tabs on what you're paying for every month and maybe get rid of some of the riffraff street trash. I don't like that. Rocket (laughs) Money, it's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over 3 million users and counting. Jim, you like math. 3 (laughs) million... Three million users and counting. Yep. Rocket Money customers have saved an average of seven hundred twenty dollars a year. So three million plus customers, mm-hmm. seven hundred twenty dollars a year. What's that come out to? Three million 
times seven hundred twenty. Yep. Dollars. Yep. Two point one six E nine. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash yanks. That's rocketmoney.com slash yanks. Click the link in the description. What were some of the other big takeaways there that that arguably our silliest boon up just because we can't really talk Yankees baseball? Can't. Hard to get too in the weeds there. Yeah, the things that I'm genuinely interested in are few and far between. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I thought, you know, Cole stuff, seeing Chad Green again. The audit at the end tried to get see if we can get any info. I didn't think we were going to, but he took it as if we were asking if he's going to get audited, like managerial right. decisions. I wasn't trying to ask it in that way. I was trying to say, like, I wanted him to maybe say, like, yeah, our approach against starters. I'd, or, you know, yeah, 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 how we develop uh, infielders. Like, I thought that's the weeds I was trying to get into. Yeah, and he took it as me saying, "Do you think they're going to audit your ability as a manager?" Which I was not trying to do. So that's a bummer. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I don't. You know, in Boone speak, any of those answers he would give would be taken as a shot fired at someone else in the organization. So, of course, but all I can yeah. do is ask the question. All you can do is ask to receive. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess there's a little bit of me that when the game kicks on tonight, I'll, I'll hope we kick some Blue Jay butt. Um, I don't know. Dude, the Dominguez thing's so fucked. So fucked. Hate that he got hurt. I've been going to sleep at 8.30, so like I might watch yeah. it tomorrow morning on Rewind. No commercials that way. Nice. Sometimes I I pull up YouTube. <sighs> Current commercials. Just to get my fix. Mm. Pause, watch in between. I have been going to sleep at 8.30. It's been awesome. I can't wait for the season to be over. Yeah, it's time the kids go to bed. Yeah. So that's, just go to sleep. You know you got a couple hours. 8.30, woke up at 4.30, eight hours of sleep, early start to the day. Oh, oh I'm old. It's awesome, though. We were texting at 10 last night. I was in bed at 8.30. Last night, I was texting for a while. The night before, I did 8.30, 4.30. I didn't sleep last night because Claire was crying. Damn it, Claire. She's a baby. Uh, she couldn't get a fart out. Dan Rourke. Congrats. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. <laughs> <laughs>